I'm Natalie. And I'm Paul. Welcome to God Hates Fang's True Blood podcast. This week we'll be discussing season 5, episode 10 of True Blood. Gone, gone, gone. Okay, we're sorry that this one's slightly late, uh, but we've been partying. We've been partying hard yes. in the summer. It's summer, there's lots of sunshine. We're in England, so we don't get lots of sunshine. So We're making the most of it. Yeah, so <laughs> we apologise. So, uh, yeah, episode 10 already, and uh, if, if previous seasons are anything to go by, next week's episode will be kind of the climax of the season, mm. and the finale will be pretty much mostly set up for season 6. So that, that's how it's normally been, isn't it? That's how it's normally been. Let's see if they change it up a bit. And if you've got any ideas or uh, chat to us about anything, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, you can email us at the website. Or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. So I reckon we should get the episode recap underway. Okay, so Suki, she's uh, rooting through evidence from Bud Dearborn's house and wearing a very large pair of pyjamas to hide her real-life baby bump. Ah, it's starting to show. Yeah. It's becoming rather noticeable in this episode. Uh, Steve Newlin is on the TV chatting about the True Blood factory bombings. Mm. Uh, yeah, Suki's uh, kind of sick of vampire drama, so she turns it off. And I bet she doesn't suspect that Bill is the terrorist mastermind behind these bombings. She would never, never be thinking that. <laughs> um, in an unexpected twist, Mike Spencer shows up and reveals that he is now a vampire. Shouldn't, shouldn't Suki have known that he was a vampire straight away? She should have realised, hey, I can't read his thoughts about sucking my toes. Yeah. So he must be a vampire. She knew, she knew as soon as Bill walked, walked into Malotte's that he was a vampire. So she should recognise that, that Mike's a vampire, I think. But hey, luckily, luckily uh, the Sookster has some handy chopsticks to stake him with. <laughs> we, we didn't see that coming, did we? No. We, we did not who, see Mike becoming a vampire coming. Who, who do you think turned Mike? Uh, Steve Noodin, maybe? No. Just some just, random just vampire? Some random... Who knows? Hey, Eric should give Sookie her house back, shouldn't he? Cause, because if he hadn't nicked it from her... She wouldn't have this bother with vampires just turning up and, and marching in because. But she did invite him in, though, didn't she? Oh, did she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, I'm sure she, she, she oh, you're right. In. She just, oh, come oh in. you're right. But but, but 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 anyway, would that would that have mattered anyway? So she wouldn't. I don't think she'd have had to invite invite him in because it's owned, the house is owned by vampires. Yeah, but what about that silver spray <laughs> device that she had fitted? Yeah, fat little good that was, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> what a waste of money. Yeah, but um. So yeah, when Andy arrives, he doesn't actually seem that surprised or bothered that there's another dead body at the Stackhouse place. Um, he tells Suki that Mike was a bit of a pervert who kept porno with his corpse photos. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike. That's just wrong. Did we, no, I didn't see that coming. Poor old Mike. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, also poor Molly. Mm. Uh, she's strapped, uh, strapped up with an eye stake and she's taken to see the authority nutjobs uh, looking good in her bra. She uh, refuses to, yeah, oh yeah, looking very good in the bar, yes. Uh, she refuses to accept Lilith, and Bill uses his iPhone app to deliver the true death to her. Ah, oh, it, it was a shame that Molly had to die, but... It's cool how the little steak yeah. pops out and... <laughs> that, was that was awesome. All season I've been wanting to see how the eye steak works, so it's nice to, for us to get a look. Shame it was on Molly. Yeah, the, Which, the person that invented the eye steak. Yeah, it's quite... Um, Ironic. Yeah, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> ironic. So yeah, Russell is a uh, positively ravenous, 
Uh, so he and Steve murder a whole frat house. Hmm. And then have a romantic slow dance to Katy Perry. <laughs> uh, we know a lot about Katy Perry because it's our, our daughter's favourite singer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to go and see her in concert, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <one day>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the lyrics to that song are We can dance until we die, you and I, we'll be young together. Mm. Oh, appropriate. So was that, was that a song for Russell? For Russell Brand, Katy Perry. Do you think it's obviously, it's worked out better for Russell and Steve. <laughs> Russell, yeah, let's hope Russell and Steve last longer than Russell and Katie. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Russell promises Steve that they will walk in the sun together. Does, do, you, do you think that Steve knows, does Steve know about Sookie's fairy, fairy powers? I can't remember. I really don't remember. <laughs> um, Russell could tell him, I suppose. Yeah. I don't think he never saw Suki shoot out light beams from her fingers, did she? Did no, he? no, that didn't happen. I don't know. We need to watch everything again. Yes. To keep up with what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and all the fans. It was, this is unanimous among True Blood fans. It's nice to see everyone agreeing on something. Everybody loves Russell and Steve. Everyone's rooting for them as a couple. So they should. Yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, um, at Fantasia, uh, business is slow due to the spate of vampire attacks on humans, and the lack of True Blood. Uh, goth Sheriff Elijah uh, tells Pam and Tara that they need peep show booths and that the authorities decreed that uh, the vampires need to create as many new vampires as possible uh, so there's got to be 30 new baby vampires in Area 5. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of baby vampires. So are they planning to take over the world? What are you thinking? It does seem that way. They're building a vampire army. Uh, haven't they seen the movie Daybreakers? Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't end well when... All the humans run out, does it? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, they should watch Daybreakers. It'll be like a, um, a bit of propaganda for them. <laughs> <laughs> this is what could happen. So do you think uh, Elijah could be Mike's maker? Yes. Yes? Yeah, he could be, couldn't he? That would be... Yeah, that would make more sense. We'll probably never find out now. That yeah. They're both dead. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll imagine both, that. Both dead? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll imagine that Elijah's Mike's maker. So he tells Pam that... As sheriff, he can seize her assets. Yeah, I think a lot of people like to seize Pam's assets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit harsh, isn't it? I mean, that's Eric, Eric and Pam's business. Yeah, he needs to get his own golf club. Yeah, just muscling on their just business. Just walking in and taking it over. What are we doing? <laughs> um, what's he, yeah, what's he even doing at Fangsazer anyway? Because yeah, hasn't, hasn't he got his own vampire golf pad? He should, yeah, no, this is ridiculous. He can't just waltz in there and take over. Just because he's sheriff doesn't give him... And who's controlling him? Because all the like, authority, they're, they're, they're off their faces having a laugh anyway. So no one's <laughs> sort of telling the, what's going, like, the sheriff's what to do, are they? Oh, they must be. Some, yeah, no, someone. Like well, lower level authority. They, they must have seen. minions. They must have minions. Yes. Well, no, presumably it would be Bill, wouldn't it? Because he's the monarch of, of Louisiana. Oh. So maybe it's him. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah, possibly. I mean, he seems a bit, a bit of an arse, but... Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter, really, does it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Pam tells Tara that they can live like the wind, like she and Eric did back in the olden days. Hmm. Yeah, it's nice to see here that she, she now values Tara above Fantasia. Uh, yeah. Considering all the harping on she's done about how important the club is. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the tables have turned. It's actually... The, the club doesn't mean anything. And, ta and Tara does. Ah, that's, that's beautiful. Uh, meanwhile, um, Eric is looking pretty fucked. He's looking pretty fucked. And Bill force feeds him Lilith's blood um, so that he can get tripping again, saying that since Eric saved his life, he's going to save his soul. 
I've been wondering, is does this mean that Bill's the new guardian? Since he's the one administering the blood and in charge of the blood dropper thing, like Roman was? Yeah. Is he now the guardian of the blood? Or is it just his turn? Is it just his turn? <laughs> just <don't> take turns. <laughs> oh yeah, nice Star Trek image, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nora joins Eric for the ride. And they see Obi-Wan Godric. Um, who gives them beef for messing around with a godless god. And for failing to evolve. But then, mm. then, bloody Lilith rolls in and rips Ghost Godric's throat out. Mm. Somehow. This is, this is all symbolic, yeah? Yeah, I think so. You can't kill a ghost. You can't kill a ghost. That makes no sense. We see, we see, we see Bill watching this craziness, um, but can't see Lilith or Godric. So uh, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice setup, isn't it? The authority. Yeah. Rams have got a nice security yeah. setup. I freeze framed it. I was looking at all their equipment, thinking, "Wow, that's mm. really snazzy." Oh, my! A nice flat screen, like. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, the little um, kind of controls he had for the cameras and stuff. That was that was pretty sweet. Some nice tech. Hmm. Uh, Bill is pleased with Eric and Nora's reaction and declares, Praise Lilith! <laughs> wow. So even though Bill, myself there. So even, even though Bill saw that Lilith was only a, an illusion, he's, is he still convinced that she's real? Yeah, that's surprising because I kind of thought from when he looked at the camera hmm. and she wasn't there and he was looking for her. I was kind of thinking, hey, he's going to realise that they're... I was thinking he'd realise, but nope. <laughs> and the fact also, the fact that he was alone in the surveillance room uh, uh, yeah. And he's still still saying praise Lilith. That must mean he's not bluffing. Yeah, because he's he just on his own. Yeah, he, he didn't have anything to prove to anyone. But the fact that he <laughs> says praise Lilith, but can see there's nothing there is a bit weird. He's just saying praise Lilith because he's pleased that Eric's seen the light because he doesn't want his buddy to die. <laughs> I think. Hey, Bill's being a bit silly in this season, isn't he? Oh, he's, tripping, he's off his nuts. Silly Bill. <laughs> tripping off his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, meanwhile, Jessica arrives at Malotte's where business is really slow as a result of the vampire attacks. However, there's still a couple of redneck haters hanging out waiting to give her the true death. Ugh. But luckily, Sam and Lafayette are there to unleash some kick-ass. Uh, seriously, I thought that the Obama storyline was wrapped up last week. Yeah. What are they still doing? Yeah, there's no need for that now. That's <laughs> done with. Come on, your dragon's been captured, let it go. I mean, now that Lafayette's Dean's story is over... There's not a lot for him to do, is there? Apart from, no. I don't know, hang around looking, well, sassy, <laughs> like Lafayette. <laughs> yeah. So, but we don't, we don't need the Obamas, do we? No, no. But I suppose it's, I suppose it's realistic that they, I suppose, yeah, I suppose if, well, Osama Bin Laden's been killed, but there's still Al-Qaeda nutjobs around. I think that's, yes. I suppose that's what that's telling us. <laughs> yes, let's hope they don't listen to our podcast. You just call them nutjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Jason and Hoyt show up too, and Hoyt announces that he's off to Alaska. Yeah, you, you notice that people in TV shows never move to the next town, do they? No, I suppose in, in British soap operas, they always move to... If it's a London soap opera, they move to Manchester. Yes. If, it's, if it's a Manchester one, they move to London. London. London, <laughs> it's the opposite end of the country. But in America, it's massive, so the opposite end of the country would be Alaska. Yeah, so good choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Hoyt has Jessica glamour him... To forget that he ever knew her or Jason. Oh, quite a tear-jerking scene between the three of them. But, yes. But ni- nice that Hoyt wasn't killed off, as uh, we kind of thought he was going to be since last season. Yeah, we've been saying for yeah. ages. So when he wasn't killed off, it was like, whoa! Yeah, we we were actually really surprised, weren't we? Yeah. 
Because especially because he had all the pig wounds. Yeah, yeah. I thought the pig wounds might kill him. So yeah, death by pig. Death by pig. Um, do you think Hoyt Hoyt will be back? Of course, otherwise they'd have killed him. He's gonna be back in season twenty seven. Yes. They're rolling right at the end. <laughs> Save everyone. <laughs> Um, okay, so next morning, uh, Suki is well aware that she's not safe since Eric still hasn't given her her house back. Eric should have given the house back. So she does the sensible thing and packs her bag for Jason's. I really love the moment in this scene where Jason picked up a doll and checked out his lady parts. <laughs> <laughs> it really made me laugh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Jason has another brainwave. Whoa, he is on a roll. Yeah. And uh, he checks out Underground's bed again. And he finds a mysterious scroll. Hmm. So do we, do we think that Gran knew a lot more about fairies than other supernatural shenanigans than, than she let on? Yeah, obviously she knew the scroll was there and obviously... She, yeah, I kind of always thought there was more to Gran than... It's a shame we didn't see Gran again, isn't it? Yeah. And then just hearing her. Well, not even hearing her. Just, just yeah. Yeah. Or more Gran. Anyway, did you notice how Suki is holding a cushion over her belly? Yes. Yes, another... Yes, another, 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 another English soap. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing we've seen soap operas here a lot. Um, the sleuthing siblings take it to a linguistics professor who says that it's just gibberish. Oh, another funny moment was when Jason looked at the bookshelf and said, imagine if someone read all these books. <laughs> that really made me laugh. Oh, it's, it's great, Jason. <laughs> Um, later, Suki and Jason drive past Hoyt, off on his road trip to Alaska. Uh, Jason pulls him over, and just as Jessica promised, Hoyt does not recognise him at all. That's, that's going to leave a load of complicated yeah. holes in his memory, isn't it? Because he knew that... He rem- obviously remembers Suki. Yeah. So, so you're Suki's brother, isn't it? So what, so all these memories of times when he was with Jason and other people, he'll it's, have the memories, but Jason wasn't there? So what, it's just, he just feel like a lonely person that he spent his whole childhood on his own. Hang on, wait a sec. Jessica's the only woman that Hoyt slept with. So it's like he's a virgin again. Oh. He's, he's regained his virginity. Woohoo! It's amazing. You got your cherry back. <laughs> and yeah, so Hoyt, right, he had better be careful in Alaska because that is where the 30 Days of Night vampires are. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's hope that it's going to be while it's daylight. Yeah. That's, that's not good. <laughs> I'm amazed more vampires don't live in Alaska because it looked really, really ideal for them. Based on that film. Based on that film, yes. <laughs> but um, would you like to go to Alaska? I I love snow and cold places. It's way too hot here. I'd love to go to Alaska. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go to Alaska. Okay. Meanwhile, Sam and Luna track Steve Newlin down to a TV studio, uh, where the dude he's debating with has a crackpot theory that vampires are actually behind the bombings. Mm, really? <laughs> uh, Steve says that as. That, that's as crazy as saying that the vampires have a shadow government in a secret underground supervillain layer. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, crazy. Um, Sam and Luna turn into mice to sneak into Steve's dressing room. But finding no sign of Emma, they hitch a lift to the authority headquarters. This kind of takes us back to last week's question. Uh, what happens if they get squished? In his bag. Yeah, Steve lands on his sports bag awkwardly. Yeah, or just or drops it, or throws it, it in the car yeah. boot. All of a sudden, a pair of corpses in his bag. That's, yeah, well, <laughs> instant food. Uh, so Emma is now in uh, little girl form, <laughs> and, and Steve is wondering. Uh, Steve is not happy about this. <laughs> yeah, no. 
Uh, was, you, was you wondering how long it would be before she turned back into a human? I was thinking that. I was thinking, well, hang on, surely they can't keep her as a dog forever. I know that children are only allowed to work a certain amount of hours. So. But yeah, it was, it was getting ridiculous though. It was like, oh, come on, she can't stay as a wolf for that long. So, was, so what's Sam and Luna's game plan at the moment? Do you think Bill will help them? <laughs> I think Bill... Maybe maybe seeing Sam is the the thing that Bill needs to get his humanity back. Yeah. Maybe Sam and Bill will have a bromance moment because they've not seen each other since season three when they had their gay love dream. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they'll see each other, their eyes will lock, and all will become clear to Bill. And they think, no, what am I doing? I must help Sam. I love him. Yeah. Oh, that would be brilliant. <laughs> you should, send that, in. You should send that into the writers. I don't, I don't think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> no, no. Really? I mean, <laughs> I think what's more likely is Sam will see Bill and go, hey, Bill, buddy, help me out. And Bill will go, oh, sorry, I'm evil now. I can't help you. (laughs) I think it's getting confused with your Sam and Bill slash novel. (laughs) I'm not writing slash. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. So Jessica arrives home to find that there's a vampire SWAT team waiting to escort her to the authority headquarters. Um, She doesn't believe them until Bill FaceTimes her. Oh, good old FaceTime. Yes, builds up with the technology. Yeah. Uh, when she arrives at um, Authority, uh, he gives her a guided tour explaining that the Authority headquarters dates back to the Byzantium times mm. and that it's been moved but brick by brick from location to location, yeah, like that's... London Bridge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Eric has said previously on the show that the Authority have been around for 500 years. Yep. Uh, but the Byzantium. <laughs> but Byzantium. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much partying. We've, we've, we've had a few drinks. Yeah, we too, too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah, that era um, was more like a thousand to fifteen hundred years ago. Yeah. So either the scriptwriters have been inconsistent, or the authority has been around for longer than they let on. We'll go with we'll 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 say the scriptwriters know what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. So the authority. <laughs> so the authority has been around for like a thousand fifteen hundred years. Wow. Wow. Um, Bill turns a full-on Bible basher and attempts to convert Jessica. Yeah, at first she seems open-minded, um, but her dad's deliberately not told her about the taking over the world and enslaving mankind part of the yeah, religion. He's he, kind of left that bit out. Yeah, he kind of dropped that part, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, she, she won't be up for that. Uh, will she try to knock some sense in, into her pops, do you think? Or I think she will, and then he'll make her drink the lily of blood. Oh, <laughs> I think that he's, like, he's turned into a pusher. What's he doing? <laughs> he's turned into the. It's like the fucking the children of God. Children of God cult is that it? Yeah. Then eventually they're, they're all going to end up staking themselves or something crazy. That is. It's going to be like a big mass suicide of vampires oh. or some insanity, because <laughs> that's what happens in cults, kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Beware. Uh, meanwhile, Tara. Uh, she asks shitty goth sheriff Elijah to help her dispose of Ginger's body, claiming she's accidentally bummed her off while uh, trying to turn her. <laughs> B- bumped her off. <laughs> and now I can't talk. <laughs> but, but, it's a cunning plan. Ginger silvers Elijah and Tara chops his head off with Eric's Viking. I can't talk either. With Eric's Viking longsword. Yeah. Do you think the show needs more sword action? I think we've been spoiled by Game of Thrones and we expect everything to have swords now. I don't need, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm not talking Bill or Eric swords. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> long swords. But... Yeah, no, that was that was cool. Yeah. 
that was was that a long sword? Was that a two-handed sword? I think so. Because we because we because we're into Game of Thrones, I, we know the difference. I think you got one of those in Skyrim. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I recognised it. Yeah, that was like my Skyrim sword. And <laughs> um, Pam is very pleased with her child, especially when she said. Nobody fucked with us in our house. <laughs> <laughs> so what will the repercussions be for Tara and Pam? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, <sighs> hey. um, I think that... Uh, I don't know, because obviously the authority... <laughs> the authority have got bigger shit going on. Then one of their sheriffs getting murdered. I don't. I think. I think they'll be okay. They can just bullshit and say he's vanished, isn't it? No yeah. One's, no one's gonna care. Oh god, are yeah. They? There's enough random vampire killings happening, yeah. and people with Obama masks running it's around. The Obamas. Yeah, they can blame the Obamas. Uh, we thought that Elijah would die soon, but um, not that soon. No, we weren't expecting to be <laughs> that soon. And that was a great death. That, that was, was that was a good death. Genius plan. There was a there was, there was a lot of vampire deaths in the episode, wasn't there? Hmm. We had and we so we had a, an eye stake vampire death. We had a chopstick vampire death, and we had a Viking sword vampire death. Yes. So that was pretty... And we had Godric getting his throat ripped out, but he's dead already. Okay, so the authority convene, Anna, and Jessica's there also. Uh, but what I was con confused about was, isn't she just a little bit concerned that all of a sudden, her and Bill are on the same side <laughs> as Steve Newlin and Russell Edgington? You'd think. You'd think she'd kind of say, whoa, Dad. Well, we've, we've turned evil. What's going on? Yeah, they're on the, on the wrong side. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> Especially since Steve Newton tried to steal Jason off her. Do you not think she looked that in her face? You could see that. It's like she had a little concern. She was concern. a bit concerned. A, yeah. But she's going along with Dad. Yeah. <laughs> but she's in, kind of enjoying her vampire ways. Maybe she's thinking, yeah. And he said, hey, he said she's got a new room. Obviously, she's got a really flash room. Yeah. Maybe she's thinking, well, this could be okay. I'm living like a, a even bigger supervillain palace. Yeah. So let's just roll with it. Let's have it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Eric pleads forgiveness and says that he's on he's on their team now. He's on Team Lilith. Is he bluffing? Or did the vision of, of Ghost Godric's death uh, kind of make him convert? I reckon he's bluffing. I think he's bluffing. Bluffing. Yeah. He knows that he was tripping, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And if... Yeah, no, we can't have... If Bill's not bluffing, Eric must be. I think Eric's bluffing. One of them's got to be bluffing. Yes. And uh, yeah, he even forgives Russell for killing his family, and there's no way no he would way. have said that unless he was really super bluffing. Uh, the authority have plans to spread the Lilith religion, uh, but Russell doesn't give a shit. He says they should be breeding fairies so that they can walk in the sun, which makes Bill and Eric look extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they kind of give, Why each was that? <laughs> give each other the, oh no, poor Sookie look. <laughs> uh, Salome says that fairies are an abomination. And uh, yeah, a lot of fans are thinking that um, either Lilith is kind of a fairy or a part fairy or a fairy vampire hybrid or Salome is or there's something fishy going on here because she seemed pretty anti-fairy. Particularly because Bill tripped again after drinking from Salome. Yes, yes, that's well. one of the reasons that yeah people are thinking maybe there's more to it than, uh, than Lilith just being a vampire. So Russell kicks Salome's ass and says he's off to walk in the sun. <gasps> so this must mean he's off to find Sookie. Yeah, there's, there's, there's also been a lot of fan chat uh, that Warlow might be the one to protect Sookie against Russell. Yeah, if Warlow's got claim to Sookie and uh, if, he's old, if he's an older, more powerful being, 
then he could be the one to save Suki. I think. Do you think that's where it's going to go? Are you thinking that too? I'm thinking that, but at the same time, I'm thinking, who is Wardo? Are we going to? Are we going to find out this season? Are we going to see who Wardo is? Could that go on to another season? It could continue on. Yeah, we Hmm. shall see. So, Suki and Jason show the mysterious scroll to Claude and his legion of sisters. Hmm. Uh, But they're only 130, so they're not old enough to understand the old language. Yeah, but Morella, who is 500, comes in to translate. And as we guessed, she's now heavily pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we guessed that. So, <laughs> yeah. and Andy baby. Andy yeah. baby, yeah. <laughs> also, the baby will be Bill's great, 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 great grandchild. Wow. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, will, will Holly be pissed off when she finds that he shagged a fairy? Or, or will she think that it was, it was before they got together? Oh, yeah, because um, the pregnancy yeah, the pregnancy's only been a week. But yeah. obviously, normally pregnancies are nine months. So she's going to think, well, that was not nine months ago. He couldn't have cheated with me. And he was kind of going through a, a tough time, wasn't he? Yeah, so maybe Holly will be so, sympathetic. Yeah. Uh, so Morella claims that the contract says, 5th of August, 1702, I, John William Stackhouse, in reference to our binding agreement on this said date, do grant Mr. M. Warlow my first fay-bearing female heir. Mm. So, yeah, there's been a lot of fan speculation about this. In what way? Uh, people think that the fairies could be bullshitting Suki. Ah. And maybe the contract doesn't say that at all because the fairies, they're a bit shifty. And they do want Suki to come and join them. So maybe they're just trying to scare her. So, hang on. Also, if the, if the contract is written in fairy blood, doesn't that mean that Warlow must be a fairy? Yeah, if he's a vampire. And this or vampire fairy. Unless this, kind of... unless this John William Stackhouse is a fairy. Ah. But I, I still think that Warlow's a fairy. I still think he's a fairy. And, yeah, and how how did he know that there would be fairies in the Stackhouse bloodline? Hmm. Did, did the fairy bloodline go back this far? Because I kind of thought it was like Suki's great-grandfather or something was a fairy. I didn't realise it was this far back that and, it went. And wouldn't the first fairy-bearing female be Hadley? Yes. Since her son's got fairy powers. Yeah, that's something else a lot of people have been saying. Surely it should be Hadley. But then, it's, but then it says... It says first oh. fae bearing female, but Hadley herself doesn't have fae powers, but her son does. Mm. So, so fae bearing, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, and but also like the main point is since he wants a fae bearing female, then that kind of insinuates that he wants to breed, ah. not actually eat her. In which case, he must be a fairy. And, and so, yeah, why is, why is it taking so long to sort of claim her? She's what, 20, 26? Maybe he's waited for her light finger powers ah. to come into play. Maybe maybe he's been watching her from afar. Like it. But um, yeah, so what this does confirm as well is that Bill is not Warlow. Because this was like 1702. So we definitely know that Bill's not Warlow. Woohoo! Although people have kind of been saying, well, could be, could be Russell, could be Godric, could be Roman, any of the old, could be one of the older vampires. It's quite cool that it's, it's good to say it's a question. Yeah, it's nice to... Like a bit of a mystery. Yes. We like that. I hope it doesn't disappoint. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd like it to go, on, to go on to another season. I hope it ain't just going to come to a, a warlow end in two episodes time. <laughs> That's going to be the big cliffhanger, maybe. Mm. <laughs> okay, that, that was pretty much the, that was the episode, that wasn't it? That was the it? episode. I do believe now it's time for some music. Ah. I, um, I should do a jingle. Right, I can't think what jingle to do, so I'll just make something up. 
Um, There's no guitar. The guitar is not in the room. Yes. I have to improvise. I have okay. harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> harmonica? No. I can't find it. Somewhere. <laughs> okay, right. Music. Oh, thank you, Vangelis. That was lovely. <laughs> okay, so yes. First up, Caroline Horn. Uh, Brooklyn-based folk singer, song called Bread and Water, and that was whilst Maxine was driving Hoyt home. Uh, and then Katy Perry, you you know who she is, we haven't got to yeah. explain, <laughs> and her song Teenage Dream, uh, When Russell and Steve Dance. Uh, next up, Cole Perkins, 50s rockabilly legend, song called Gone, 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 uh, Jessica, Jason and Hoyt meeting at Malotte's. Uh, a techno duo called Circuit Freak. And their song Super Tripper, uh, when Tara and Pan talk about turning some more vamps. Uh, next up, the Quick Hellos, an LA indie band, song called Growing Up Too Slow. Uh, this is while Sam calls Steve Newlin's agent to try and find Emma. And then we had Cree Rider, a Louisiana rock singer, and his song Need a Little Help, uh, when Andy and Holly go on a little date together. Next up, Acumen Nation, a Chicago industrial band. Um, a song called Heavens to Murgatroyd. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Have they been on the soundtrack before? Yeah, like 20 yeah, times. Yeah, I'm thinking that. <laughs> they've, been on, they've been on a lot. Uh, that's whilst uh, Tara kills the new sheriff. Um, and lastly, we, <clears throat> sorry. lastly, we had John Lee Hooker, the blues legend, and his song, You Know I Know, played over the credits. Wow, that's some, yeah, that was a cool song. That like, a, that's yeah, that was a good week for music. Yeah, it was a good week. Now it's time for our What the Fuck of the Week. What the fuck of the week is? Mike Spencer is a vampire. Whoa! Whoa! It's, it's, <laughs> it's nice that they've wrapped up his character and, and Bud Dearborn's. Yeah, who, who are they going to re- resurrect next? Do you think Jane Bodehouse? Do you think, <laughs> yeah. do you think she's going to randomly turn up with a vampire next week? That'd be cool. <laughs> Jane Bodehouse, whatever happened to her? And, and who was the Chinese vampire in Wait. season two? Oh... I can't even remember his name. Hey, if they keep doing this, we can have a new little segment, Vampire of the Week. Vampire of Where's the Week. The, yeah. Oh, oh who was the Chinese dude? Shit, I really can't remember his name. Chow. His name was yes. Chow. Yeah. He's he was in Glee. He left because he had he got a big part in Glee. Oh. I think. Oh, nice one, Chow. Um. Yeah. And now it's time for our line of the week. Line of the week is. I had to practically stand over your hospital bed to keep that Cheeto-headed tramp from trying to give you her blood. Yeah, <laughs> that was Thank Maxine. You, Maxine. Another variation on saying "red-headed slut." Yes, Cheeto-headed tramp. Cheeto-headed tramp. <laughs> what what are Cheetos are like? Are they like? Um, <laughs> That's that. Crisps. Are they like what's it? Like what's it? Yeah, they like they've got the big. Yeah, the cheetah-headed. Yeah, we know, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Okay, that was line of the week, and now it's time for some news.
Okay, a bit of a slow week for news, I'm afraid. Obviously, everything's all wrapped up. So, yeah, it's all slow True bud, yeah. So, um, yeah, so G Jim Parrick has stated that the reason Hoyt wasn't killed off was that Alan Ball wants to leave the door open for him to return. So we will get Return of the Hoyt nice. in a future season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on you, Alan Ball. Maybe Jim Parrack could star in a 30 Days a Night many sequels that they make kind of thing. Why is it in Alaska? Yeah. Because they're probably filming them, aren't they? <laughs> okay, next up, Ryan Quanton has launched his own clothing line. Um, unfortunately, it, it doesn't... Oh, I'll let you say this bit. <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, it doesn't include sexy type police uniforms. Oh, but well, <laughs> never mind. But it does include some nice kind of surfer dude. Oh, really? Where, yeah. Is it cool stuff? Sort of stuff we'd, we'd wear? Kind of surfer dude when we wear. When we go surfing? <laughs> <laughs> when we go surfing on the Thames. <laughs> on the Thames. Oh, yeah, no, they look like cool clothes. I don't think either of us would wear them, though. Oh. They, were they were cool people clothes. Oh. We're cool people. <laughs> yeah, no, cool, cool people clothes. Oh, okay. But we are cool people. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got the stack. But we're cool, physique. cool, as opposed to cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we're just, we're just going on because that's all the news, really. So we're just waiting time. <laughs> yeah, we're just. Bit, sorry about the filler yeah. there, but there wasn't really much news. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Next up is some spoilers. So tune out now if you don't want to hear any spoilers. Okay, episode 11 is called Sunset, and uh, the synopsis says, slipping further into religious fervour, uh, Bill gives Jessica an order she's loath to carry out. Armed with a damning video of Russell and Steve, the military delivers an ultimatum to the authority. Claude and Morella take Sookie to meet a fairy elder who may know something about an ancient family secret. Alcide. Else. <laughs> oh shit, there was no Elsie in the episode, was there? <laughs> uh, yeah, Elsie'd. Elsie'd uh, um, reconnects with his father. He did that last week. Yeah, come on, Elsie. <laughs> What's going on? He's got to carry him. Uh, Sam and Luna hitch a ride to him. <laughs> Maybe he's going to carry him. <laughs> Sam and Luna hitch a ride into the authority. Wait a minute, so they did that this week? Uh, also, a lot of speculation that Jess is going to turn Jason. A lot of fans are thinking, because of something shown in the trailer, that Jessica's going to turn Jason. Wow. I don't think she will, for the fact that... He's Panther. <laughs> in the making. No. Panther vamp. Panther vamp Jason, Whoa. oh my God. No, you say that. No, now you've said that. Right, there is a storyline in book six about someone that's a, a hybrid of a werewolf and a, or a, either a werewolf or a, or a shifter and a vampire. Wow. So, so it does you could be right. You could be right. Now you've said that. Wow. I'm thinking if they're going to do the, the book six storyline, maybe that will be something to do. Maybe it will be Jason. <laughs> that'd be that's, awesome. that's quite interesting. Hey, I, I liked in the synopsis the fact that the, the military are getting involved in. Yeah. It's now time to. <laughs> the military say, come on, vampires, stop this shit. Yeah. That's going to be cool. But yeah, oh no, the reason I don't think Jessica's going to turn Jason is because they showed something in the trailer that made it look like she was, which makes me think that she won't. And it's a red herring, because they wouldn't show it in the trailer. They wouldn't show something like that in the trailer if she was actually going to turn No, they saved that for the... Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I think that was it. a bluff. Yeah, just a red herring. Yeah. Okay, so here's some casting calls for episode 11. Yeah, we're, we've got an elder fairy, a female, 40s and up. African, American, or Caucasian? 
um, actor dancer, one episode guest star, star names only. Star names only. Any so it's going to be someone famous. Um, I have no idea who it is. I tell you that now. African American or Caucasian? That's, that's that opening the means book. Anyone? <laughs> um, do you want to make a guess at it? <laughs> Random stuff in the door. It's got to be someone British. Someone, oh, someone British. Someone yeah. British old. Uh, the lady that plays Dot Cotton <laughs> in EastEnders. I was going to say Joan Rivers. But, Joan but, Rivers. But then you said British, so I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> June Brown from EastEnders. June Brown from EastEnders. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Okay, next up is uh, Gondry. Uh, that's why that's like a Game of Thrones name. Yeah. Uh, Mid thirties, slimy and conniving, with slicked back hair. Gondry is a vampire security guard. He has a sort of amused contempt for his assignment. Okay, next up, Bertrand, a swarthy Frenchman, authoritative. Uh, confident, he is the Minister of the European Vampire League. Oh, European Vampire League. Mm, we're getting involved. Um, we're, uh, next up is Murphy Rollins, mid-50s, a werewolf, strong, a man who speaks <coughs> Sorry, speaks his mind. Uh, he brings a warning about a new breed of vampires to Alcide and Jackson. Uh, next up, Angry Fairy. <laughs> this Angry Fairy gets into an argument with the... Uh, belligerent fairy uh, yeah and the pissed off fairy in a fairy free <laughs> angry fairy belligerent fairy and pissed off fairy <laughs> I like it <laughs> next up in a, in a similar vein we have a teenage girl vampire biker vampire businessman vam- vampire uh, these vampires have a ravenous feral just plain evil look about them wow uh, next up fairy boy and fairy girl this fairy boy and girl get all amorous and excited as they pull Jason into their fairy club <laughs> wow and then we have General Kavanagh, uh, a tough-as-nails general along the lines of Norman Schwarzkopf. Who's Norman Schwarzkopf? Storm, oh, storming Norman Schwarzkopf. He was a general in the US Army, I do believe. Oh, well done. Yes, OK. <laughs> uh, next up, a male prisoner, 20s to 40s. Uh, full frontal nudity required. Um, is a prisoner in a dire situation. I shall send off my CV now. <laughs> Wait a second. We had that a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? I know. We had a naked, random naked guy. <laughs> We've done that already. <laughs> uh, male prisoner food. That's basically what he should be called, isn't it? Yeah, okay, so we're going to have another another weird penis next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we shall leave you on that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're off to sober up. And, yeah. uh, uh, we, we shall see you next week. Oh, and just for just for the record, today the, the English Premier League started um, <laughs> and myself and... Uh, Mr Moyer's team, West Ham United, had a victory. Yes, uh, so Stephen Moyer will be extremely happy that West Ham won. Yes. Their first game of the Premiership. Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> keep me posted. <laughs> okay, so uh, good night all. Yeah, have a nice week. Enjoy the episode. And goodbye.